Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to Old School on a Wednesday, uh, 402-464-5685. Starter him and text line, Honda Lincoln Hotline if you want to join in. Um, it is North Dakota week, and a couple of things are going to happen over the course of the next uh, hour or so. We're going to talk to Jack Michaels from uh, North Dakota. He's the play-by-play voice for the, for, for the football program. Uh, so we'll talk to him about what's happening, and he's Lincoln, Nebraska familiar. He knows what's going on. I actually met Jack years ago in the CBA when he was with uh, uh, Minot. And I was like, wow, wait a minute. Wait a minute. This dude's still been around for a while. But, Jay, there's a couple of things that when you start to think past Northwestern and you look towards North Dakota, what North Dakota does, and I will say this openly, I'm not sure that North Dakota is going to match up well defensively against Nebraska's offense. No, Nebraska's going to score, or, you know, they'll score 40, maybe 50 points. But I also think that North Dakota's <laughs> offense is a problem. Yeah, I, I wonder what North Dakota's going to do if they're going to try to just come in and play real conservative or are they just going to go for broke? Because you could go for broke, right, and have an idea we're going to, you know, and come in and maybe overconfident. Oh, Northwestern scored and we're going to do, you know, we're going to do this, right? And then Nebraska's defense comes with it. Then next thing you know, you could be down twenty-eight nothing, and getting getting ready to get blown out. So, I think how they approach this game is going to be really, really interesting. Scatbacks, North Dakota scatbacks in the flat against linebackers who don't normally cover, who don't normally get out to the flat, don't normally get out to that to that outer third. Yeah, I mean, I think Nebraska has. I think um, Gifford. You know, played pretty decent. You know, I'm, you know, uh, as far as you know, having his first. Well, he played last year against Iowa and, mm-hmm. and so forth. But you know, really having a full off season to prepare, and he was the first one in there. Um, I think he played pretty well. You know, I think if you you know nitpick, and I don't know the defense and haven't looked at the coach's uh, uh, copy, but there was only one play, and this comes from experience, and this and this is, and this is all communication. Right when the he was guarding, or he was checking the running back to the flat, and they kind of had a reduced formation with the receiver, so somewhat of a bunch formation, mm-hmm. third and short. Just say it was third and five or six. Okay, well you have to play at different depths, right? So you is a defense, and and depending on your opponent, what you're willing to give up, and you want to make sure you don't give up the big play. So if Terrell Owens is there, right, and DP's playing corner, well. DP's needs overrides mine because I feel like I can check whoever I need to check and a running back. And I'll you, tell you, I need – look, I'm like, going to take away outer third. You help me inside. Well, if you're a man-to-man, you either like to press mm-hmm. or you want to play off man. So we have to do the opposite. So if you're up pressing, say he's the point guy. though. So the point guy for you fans are, if you're in a bunch formation, would be the guy on the line of scrimmage. And say he's Closest guy, to the to, to their lead guy. No, he'd be the middle guy in a bunch form. He's the guy on the line of scrimmage. So if there's like three, well, three the, guys in a bunch formation, it's funny you brought that up 
Because well, see, that's not a bunch formation. Well, but that's what I'm saying. This is how they line up in their trips. Right. But if you, but I'm talking about Gifford in Northwestern. Yeah. So what, if I'm grading him, the only thing I could think of is like, in the corner needs to say, I'm here, I'm on – we used to call it, I'm point guy, so you're on him. He's up mugging him. So that means I have to sometimes go over top to get the flat guy. You got to anticipate that. Or if you're playing off man – because you you guys might be playing what I what we used to call triangle, which is three on two. Yeah, I'm still man to man. Then I'm going to actually press him, the running back, and take away any inside route, and again give up the out route. But I feel like I can hawk him down and then make the tackle at three to four yards. So as far as Gifford, I think now back to that, I think he will do just fine out there. Krilarvik on the outside. Yeah, out there against this formation, this is tailor made for them. Right. Well, it should be. You know, and nothing so, in work. The communication. Is going to be important. Oh, Saturday. the communicate. Well, first of all, it's it's another step in the right direction. You have to communicate, right? So you have to. That has to improve. When you communicate, when you almost over communicate, but you communicate clearly, it actually lessens the anxiety of everybody. So just imagine you two are D linemen, and you're okay. You're win, and you're in, in DP's Drew. You guys. I mean, Drew's only been here like less than a month, I think. Right? I mean, what August. Well, if you got here August 1st, it's been less than a month. Right. Okay, so you don't really know the defense, probably, hopefully, like me. But in order for you, in order me, or in order to get the best thing out of you, I want you looking straight ahead at whoever you're going to. And if I'm telling, if I'm directing you, the anxiety is, the, the guesswork is gone. Same thing with you. So that's where the communication is key. Now it's going to be even more important if you're against a team that's going to run multiple formations, which is going to test your principles. And more importantly, if they're testing your principles, they're more they're, they're more than that or more than that. They're testing your communication mm-hmm. because they go hand in hand. They're going to test your principles. Are you going to play high low? And, I, and it's a copycat league. They got they have a. I guess a playbook on what could possibly work against Nebraska because they saw Northwestern do it. They're just going to try to dress it up the way that they do. it. Will they have the offensive lineman like Skoronsky or whatever his name is, the the you know the bouncer mm-hmm. that's checking IDs. No, yep. I doubt they got it. So they have to get to whatever they do well and add a little bit of what kind of princ- the principle wise that hurt Nebraska their way, and that's what they're going to try to attack. If they try to come in here and try to run a totally different offense, they're going to get blown smooth out the stadium. It, it, when you look at this one, Jay, it, they're, they're, and this is a formation that they use on a regular basis. Right. Well, they will go out. They, they, their uniforms is kind of cold blooded, though. Them black ones. The black on green. But yeah. I don't like that they ain't got their name on it, though. If I'm if I'm going to college, all we in, where is Norfolk or North Dakota? Grand Forks or something? Fargo. Far, Fargo. No, Fargo is North Dakota State, right? Our text line will tell okay, us. Okay, text Fargo. Line. I, okay. Well, if you're in Fargo, I want at least my mom a name on the back of the jersey, because they ain't on no national TV. So if the if my friends and and family back home watching. I mean, at least you want to see your name on the back there. Don't they got some uh, donors up there that can put the yes, names on the back do. of the Yes, they the do. Yes, they do. University of North Dakota is in Grand Forks. Grand Forks. Grand Forks. Grand that Forks. just sounds like a middle of nowhere. So if I'm in Grand Forks, North Dakota, Poor where man. I guarantee you is 80 below zero, I can't get my name on the back of the jersey? I don't know, bro. Here, here's where they, they walk into this trips. Mm-hmm. They walk into this trips. Hey, hey, let me tell you something, man. They got five Ed McCaffreys out there. Don't come out there sleeping <laughs> in them guys. Hey, I'm telling you, thousand yard receiver. Hey, but don't uh, don't sleep on little Ed McCaffrey's out there. They way too real Denver Broncos up in here. They are giving Utah State the business. Yeah, it was. Hold on, but they giving them Utah State came out tried to intimidate them. Who fourteen? 
It, it was pretty like, interesting. Now to you me. know that coach been there since the turn of the century. Look at him. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I ain't even capping, but damn. I mean, he didn't. He looked like he'd have been there forever. I believe. Uh, so here's the bio on Bubba Bubba Schweiger. Okay, well that you know that tells you everything you yeah, need to know, like right? There's a name Bubba. Look Bubba at Schweiger. He looked uh, like a Bubba Schweiger, though. Don't look at him. This is his ninth season, uh, third season uh, because they've been in the Missouri Valley Football Conference for 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 three years. But he, this is his ninth season. He's been at this uh, for a very long time. <laughs> Schweiger has been around forever. Hey, man. You know, look, they don't have a. And he's a North Dakota native, so this got, is they don't got a chance to beat Nebraska. They could, but what they're going to do is just come in and 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 um, they got nothing to lose. They ain't got nothing to lose. They're going to they test have your principles. Nothing to lose, man. And stuff like that. But nothing I, I mean, to lose. By no means are we sitting up here like it, like Nebraska, you know, is going to lose to these chumps. Well, you you don't think that, but I mean, look, they 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 were they pulled in Nebraska. They were two scores up against Utah State, and then, but they didn't win, though. and then and then didn't finish. So through all of that, they've got a veteran quarterback uh, who can run and throw, uh, can throw on the move, can throw going in either direction. Uh, they've got uh, two wide receivers that are are, are forty plus catch guys. Um, they know the routes. They understand Bo Belquest uh, is a junior out of out of Rockford. They've got some dudes, and Tommy Schuster, their quarterback, will not come into this stadium afraid of of of, of the black shirts. He just he throw won. a nice little ball. Yeah, he, he's six foot tall. He's not very big, uh, but he got, he's he got quick. like a he got like a little like Doug Flutie in him. I seen it. Not, well, he's got a little Logan in him. He he got a little bit he's of. He's got uh, some Logan in him. The way the ball comes out of his hand is a little different, but I like it though. And he's okay. And 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 look, the run game for them is the pass game. So they're not going to come in here and try to grind out clock. With a run game, they're going to try. The big plays will come through the run game for them. They'll use the passing game to check Nebraska's defensive patience. Are you? Or is, is Nebraska willing to do the right thing on every play? Because they're going to flood. They're going to misdirect. <laughs> they're going to run. Uh, they're, 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 they use the middle of the field better than they should with the size of the players that they have. Like their little guys aren't afraid to go across the middle and run RPOs, which – is there. So my thing is Nebraska's defense will be tested. Uh, there will be a lot of things running uh, back and forth. Uh, Nebraska sh- – can we say that still? Can we say that Nebraska should win? If we were talking about Georgia Southern, I'd be a little bit more hesitant, but I think Jay's man, right. On, I mean, there's man. no way they lose let's, let's, yeah. let's just stop. Be, I mean, I get it. Nebraska, Dookie done their leg, man. I mean, I get it. I mean, it, it, let's just be – let's just keep it real. Nebraska – Dookie down their leg. They dropped the ball. They they fell over the finish line at the marathon or whatever you want to call it. But let's not disrespect and act like these dudes are gonna come in here and win. Okay. Now, okay, if that yeah, I guess I should say never, but well, you so- never say never. But <laughs> but uh, still, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go that far to be sitting up there and contemplate and all that. And, t- and I still think. But you know, you gotta take them seriously. Look, they're all football players. They're gonna come in trying to you know make a name for themselves. You got a couple of Omaha kids. You got a Miller North kid. He's a big old boy. You got uh, an Omaha, Omaha prep kid. 6'2", 235. You know, he's going to be trying to he, – he feels like he's maybe overlooked. He's going to try to really, you know, get busy. So, we got a kid from Elkhorn, another linebacker, 6'1", 215. You know, they got guys in here that, that aren't – that are going to want to represent. But I think Nebraska, especially the way that they were able to move the ball, I think – 
you know, last week I think they'll be just fine. But I think North Dakota will test your principles. But if Nebraska is focused, which I'm sure and hoping that's definitely what they're, you know, trying to do, I think they'll they'll be fine. I think the better question, I'll ask you this, Jay, and I know you're not a gambling man, but the line right now is 21 and a half in Nebraska. So that means they got to win by that 22. That means they got to win by more than 21 and a half. So yeah, I think, I, I think Nebraska beats the brakes off of these dudes. What's the over-under? 49. Yeah. I think Nebraska wins by like 24 points. They got a lot of Omaha kids on this roster. I think they win by 24 points. Dang, okay. that's a big old tight end. Trace Hate, Dayton. Yeah, I was going to say. He's a some... freshman from Miller West. He's 6'7", yeah, 245. Yeah. That's how'd, a big old dude. How did we miss out on that? He probably, he, he probably got cement feet. <laughs> watch his you, hey, watch you come in. Are, hey, watch his you, parents are listening, and they're absolutely watch you come call. in. Hey, watch you come in here and be like Gronkowski. They're abs- his parents are absolutely going to call. All of the yeah. alumni. All of the, all yeah, the they, alumni they, are going to call. I, Jay Farmer talking. I, I apologize. Jay I, didn't, I didn't mean bad. it like that. All right. We'll throw it to break here. Come back. We'll we'll put a smile on somebody's face and then set it up. Uh, Jack Michaels, the play-by-play guy from North Dakota, will join us at the top of the hour here on Old School. Watch Old School live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and Jay on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.